Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Christian is back. Simple as that. And he's got an OV Capitals game experience. We got a March Madness check-in. Ja is back. Then, Jalen and Christian start an off-season segment called Taking Care of Business. And we have a wrap-up with Colby on the road to discuss the most pressured players, and I'm guessing the association. So sit back and enjoy the show. Whew. All right, Christian, here we go. Colby's a little bit on the road right now, taking care of business. Um, how you doing, man? Got a lot of news going on. Otani was showtime lately. That's what everyone's talking about. But uh, what about you? What have you been talking about? Been doing good, man. Been good and doing. I added um, uh, Rena off the tours list, the Capital One, but for the Wizard, I mean, from the Capitals' point of view, um, it does definitely come in higher off with the Wizards. Uh, this was fan environment played a big factor into it, and. It was pretty awesome for Ovi night. Ovi chance started pouring through. It, I snuck my way down to. I paid thirty seven dollars for. I paid. I, I so yeah. glad I bought tickets when I did, because I was like, randomly scrolling across. I think on Sunday night, I want to say, going across, came across a thirty seven dollar ticket, and the next cheapest one was fifty dollars. I was like, oh shoot, let me get this one. And then the entire time I snuck my way down there and was on the bottom bowl for I think $175 seats. And I was just chilling in the there after paying $37. So but the game away bobbleheads and I actually have mine right here. Um that should be into the photo frame, but it's pretty hey, sick one. With the gap tooth. It has a tracker. Um it won't sim in on the background, keeps coming in, but it actually has a tracker. That comes in that um keeps right track of there. his bowls. Oh, um, yeah, and it has a portable little pocky stick as well that you can take in, in and out of his hand. Uh, people were going nuts for these. People were, uh, dude, what? Yeah, people were like on the side asking, like, okay, are you selling your bobblehead? I'll pay fifty bucks for it. Like, essentially, it was starting out at fifty bucks. People were trying to resell these bobbleheads and. They're quite a bit, probably. After like Obi retires, those bobbleheads are probably going to be pretty expensive. It's pretty awesome, so I will be putting that in my work environment. Um, but with Ovi night beforehand, they did a ceremony for him. He got so much gifts. Um, but it was it was really awesome to be there to like have that ceremony, that like kind of special event. Um, his wife, his kids. Um, but yeah, the, the it just overall environment was just fun. There was like a good positive energy. It wasn't like the Wizards game where it's kind of points like kind of dragging along until like the very end. The Capital fans uh, gave it to them. They were they were alive the entire time. The Capitals gave up two two point lead goals, choke job, and went to it went to OT. Like these guys let the Blue Jackets score with I think twenty seconds left. I'm like crap. Come on, I'm I'm there already celebrating my bets because I put down a good number on OV anytime goal. I told everyone, I'm like, hey, it's OV night. He's smacking it. And, of course, the first goal, it wasn't credit to OV at first, but they got credit to him like probably like 10, 15 minutes later. It was like gone now. So, like, there has been a change in the first goal. 
official goal scorer, Ovechkin. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Yes. <laughs> smack, smack it. Um, so I just needed the Capitals win. Of course, smack. I choked. Uh, then went to OT. It was a 6 6 game. I that is insane for a hockey. You can't complain. That can't is an complain. electric game. That's an 12, electric game. 12 goals. Um, so it was awesome, but the Capitals choked that away. So the Washington Capitals overall rating, the Wizards, I did have originally in the updated rankings at 16. So then working on fan environment, the Capitals uh, for I put them at 11. Um, so a good five position jump from the Wizards. Uh, just based on the fan environment piece. I would say yeah. the big con is kind of the same thing I mentioned when I went to the Wizards game, beer prices. Like, you, you, you're you crazy if you have me paying $15 for a Bud Light. Like, are you kidding me, sir? And as well, the concourse, it's kind of narrow. It doesn't feel like a true, like, game in a sense. In a way, like, yeah, they have a couple stuff, but it's not, like, fully decorated. And the outside, the outside just looks like an ordinary building. So it definitely like plays in a factor of like, you know, is the place like looking cool? Like I walked there after my work uh, meeting and it's it just looks like an ordinary building. Um, So it's that those are probably the downfalls of whether or not energy was good, Um, but it was, it was a good time. So I'm excited uh, for the next adventure. And that will be Pittsburgh on April 6th and 7th. For the Penguins and the Pirates. Lucky bastard. Going on a weekend, opening day weekend, slotted game. Uh, I think I already did a little bit of my search. It would have to be me going out of state. I'm pretty sure the Rockies do not host. And if they did, I think it's the Padres that are coming into town. So uh, the times would not be fun. <laughs> but, uh, Man, what an experience. It sounds like you just had a blast compared to the at the Capitals game compared yeah. to the Wizards game. Like yeah, just straight I, up. I think a lot played into factor of just the constant like you gotta keep the fans engaged, I, I feel. And there that can be lost. A prime example of this is um Wells Fargo, um, that did with the Flyers when I went to the Philadelphia Flyers. Like there was a big change of energy that can be just you gotta you gotta be engaged. And it also all depends if the game is good or not. So I mean I understand, but at the same time, like you gotta keep fans like going and like, you know, have some like fun games going on on the jumbotrons. Like anything to just keep these like fans engaged, I think is big key. Um yeah, those fans they're good and I like them. Um so they no one said anything trashy. Uh, so it was a, it was quite a nice relaxing environment. Um, but yeah. Oh man, that is he said not trashy, and that's crazy. Just a crazy drop off between you know just comparing to the Wizards. It sounds like you know. Well then, that is crazy, and I am jealous because you are going to PNC Park, one of the most highly rated parks. Right now, if you were to say off the top of your head, what is your projected? What are you expecting? Uh, PNC? Do you think they're cracking the top three, top five? What that, you... That's a that's a good question. Very good cut. I have high expectations right now. So no one has cracked top three for me in what two, three years. I have a feeling that it can make its run for money against three against Citizen Bank. Um so it's 
Because obviously no, no one's touching one or two. I don't care what anyone says. No one's touching one and two for me. Like it's it's just like personal bias. Three, that's yeah. like the true like, okay, like after the bias, here we go. So DNC, like top five, I, I would say is probably expected. That third spot would be the 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 end of the you know stick of like okay Kima and funny enough PNC I've already bought my tickets because I was kind of doing early looking it seems like these Pittsburgh fans are coming out for opening day I didn't expect that um so it's um prices are you can tell like looking on like the app like it there's a lot of gray I'm like holy crap like a lot of people are really coming out for opening day it's like four mm. o'clock on a Friday I'm like they're ready to go so I was like you know what. <laughs> Let me see what prices are. I came across one that was like literally like probably right to the left of home base, probably a good six rows up. I was like, you know what? I'll treat myself as a little birthday present oh. right there. So I'm like right, I'm like right behind actual official, like you know, not doing no sneaky stuff. Officially ah. like right behind almost um home plate. Um, but penguins, I'll wait until it gets closer because they're going to be an interesting one. I don't I don't I don't have any expectations of where they're going to be at. That be a PNC is probably the one that has the most quite a bit, I would say. It's been it's been quite a while. My 4 5 so Tampa Bay Lightning. So it's been quite a bit since someone's been able to kind of like test test it out like, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. I have high expectations for PNC. Jeez, man. That and you just said that right there. Tampa Bay Lightning. That is an environment that I've heard people love and they love like that. It's a crazy environment. I think you were, I think you went to the game or part of the the series that they had where young gravy was, uh, presenting no, 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 that, was, uh that was right after me. That was yeah. That's what I thought. I was about yeah, to say you were a part of that yeah. series. I knew yeah. that. I was like, you were part of the series of that and young gravy. Tampa Bay lightning is because they had like actual artificial land lightning come out he's like lightning rods i thought it was the most sickest thing ever i was like yo that is awesome <laughs> like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> and like you uh, can kind of feel it like you can kind of feel like the heat ooh. of like coming off it i was like yo that's awesome <laughs> that is dangerous but awesome um geez man that is see that just sounds like pnc's got some tough competition just right off the yeah. bat speaking of tough competition we got march madness christian I know uh, how how uh, how in tune are you into the Sweet Sixteen get uh, that we're about to get into? I haven't made my I'm, redemption bracket, so I mean, this is where it gets harder. I haven't made my redemption back bracket yet. I think this is going to be finally the turn of the favorites because we have had a lot of underdogs win these first two rounds. Um, it's but Kansas State is up four points against Michigan State with one minute left. So Kansas State did open uh, open up as the favorite, came became a dog with everyone going against Michigan State. Um, so this morning you could have grabbed Kansas at plus money. So it's mm. kind of backing up right now. I mean, we'll see what um, Izzo does. But then I, favorites do back me up with UConn being up 20 points against Arkansas. I love Arkansas. I love must bus, But I had a feeling that UConn was going to come out and – ball out so i would mm. say i mean it is 8 34 right now tennessee and fau i lock my day it was tennessee minus four and a half because fau try to rub it in at the end of last game against fdu uh farley dickinson and i just feel karma is going to come bite them in the butt do try to 360 dunk at the end of the game missed it 
but still that well it's a little it's a little like dude what you doing just it's have the fun. disrespect yeah yeah the disrespect um and the funny thing is if he would have made that dunk the spread would have won for fa fau it was funny enough fd uh fdu spread like was like right there on the line and so a lot of fans that took it including myself that took that line was like oh my god um and we have gonzaga ucla tonight at 9 45 beautiful game cannot wait for that um but then tomorrow we have Quite a bit with San Diego State, Alabama. I feel like no one's talking about San Diego State. And they're always kind of a team that low-key gets ridden off. No one's like it's it's literally mid-city and yeah, it's done solid. Miami Houston does worry me. Houston is my pick to win it all, but Miami does worry me. I don't know why, but I have a weird feeling right now with that game. And I don't want it to happen, but I mean if I'm the gambling expert, I would probably take Miami to cover. But Houston, I would love so. But Houston struggle offensively. They've struggled a little bit offensively. You need they need to pick it up if they're gonna want to win it all. Princeton Creighton, we have the Cinderella story there of Princeton, the nerds. Um, some of them had to do some calculus homework last night. Um, so a lot of them are gearing up for works uh so it's awesome so of course i'm gonna keep writing princeton princeton um is my an elite eight for my bracket so that'll be pretty awesome to see them go all the way there but crane don't sleep on crane crane's always gonna be there ballot it out and then xavier texas another three two matchup for the last game of the day that one i i'm going longhorns but don't sleep on xavier don't sleep on xavier there They've done, they quietly have like done really good. Um, so exciting matchups. Like, we're close uh-huh. to, we're probably, we're halfway mark right now. So, pretty awesome. That is a great breakdown, Christian. Because as you were going through that, Mr. Izzo found a way to make it a one score game oh. with 20 <laughs> seconds left. It's 80 to 82. <laughs> so, then we'll see how the Spartans keep fighting. But my, my main attention is going to, uh, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee. I think a lot, I've heard a lot of people though think of Florida Atlantic coming up with the upset. So, and it's just because Tennessee just hasn't, I don't know, it's weird. I watched it, uh, pardon the interruption, and they were saying just because Florida Atlantic has the 31 wins and everything, they're no joke. But I'm thinking Tennessee's still an SEC team, you know? I mean, sure, they haven't seen them before, but like, then again, you know, you said, like you said, you can't sleep on guys like Creighton. So what are your thoughts on like things like that? The thing is this with FAU. Yeah. You can kind of see the upset over, but Tennessee, they're, they're kind of battle tested right now. And I'll give credit when credit's due. I didn't think Tennessee was going to come out and beat Duke last round. Um, It's I, I thought yeah. Duke was clicking on all cylinders. I was like, no, Duke's, Duke's going to slam roll. No, from the point get go. Tennessee was like ready to go with them. Um, and you can tell Duke was just offsetting. And you get that, I got that vibe immediately. I was like, oh crap, man. Um, so Tennessee, I mean, the first round was kind of struggling against um whoever they went against. Uh but I remember it, that's why I was also pretty confident in my Duke pick because I was like, okay, like I mean, they're kind of struggling, but Tennessee's gone things figured out. They're they're physical, they're a physical team. So as long as they come in. With that, I think they're good. I mean, I I'm I think this is where FAU runs out their magic. Um, but teams teams like those, man, like it's anything can happen in March. Yeah. 
I was about to say, this is by a point where you have to ask yourself, is things really, is, is, uh, are you getting a lot of chalk, you know? So let's oh, see, for example. Oh my God. It's a tie game. They're going to overtime. Is They're going to overtime. No, God. <laughs> that is why I was about to say, <laughs> is there going to be a lot of chalk, Christian? <sighs> so the seven seed Michigan State challenging the three. Um, Might as well ask you this. Should we just throw away the seedings and say there is no chalk or – I would, I would, I would say there's no chalk. There is no chalk here. You say no more chalk. No more chalk. I mean, throw away the rankings. Um, I think you said it. The best one's gonna be Princeton Creighton. Best chalk that that has to be like that's a no chalk game. Whoever comes out of there has to be the underdog for the year. Princeton, (laughs) yeah, I guess, I guess you can make the argument as as long as Princeton's in there's chalk, but like there's our group chat. Izzo, you you bad man. I love you. You're you're but the thing with Izzo is that Izzo Izzo's kind of gotten quiet the past couple years. Like he did beat um he did lose against uh Duke last year, I believe. So so like lost to Cookhag. Izzo's Izzo's like really like quietly like always been great. And there's years where he's overrated, and there's years where he's underrated. He goes pretty flip flop back into, and now we're in a pretty underrated scenario right now. He's coming out. It's March. It's he. It's his season. Let's go, buddy. It's pretty awesome for him. Um, and credit to part of my take that said this, but Coach Cal for Kentucky would have one of the most untouched resumes if. Cal would have won that one year <laughs> undefeated um Kentucky. And it's great. And I when they said that, I was like, Oh man, you know what? You're right. Like, and that's crazy. Kentucky's like downfall, unfortunately. Like, I love Kentucky and how I think it might be time to move on. Oh my goodness. Dude, all right. First of all, I have to come out and say this. Screw you for saying last week that it'll be you you expected Coach Cal to lose and now you're expecting him to potentially be out the door. I stand here before you. He's not out the door yet. <laughs> I am disappointed that he lost, but however, he is bringing in a good recruiting class. So is I'm going to ask you as a guy that has no bias towards Kentucky, because I do, I clearly do. When would you expect it? Would you would have had would you have had him out already, or would you have waited for this? I would have class? had him out last year. I I think last year. Oh. Was, yeah, I oh. think last year was that was oh. that was probably it. But it's kind of like old Yeller. Like you don't want to put it down. And unfortunately, it's getting to that point, and well, he wants a farewell tour too, man. Yeah, he wants a whole ass farewell to like Coach K. No, <laughs> um. Should have got Rick Patino while he was no, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, he was what on Iona brought him into the tournament, and yeah. now they're left spinning while he's on. He's on St. John's now. He accepted the St. John's, so that's that's crazy. Like them, it was like probably like a good like twenty minutes after the Iona game when they lost that it was already said that he's accepted the St. John's. <laughs> So that's great, but good for him though, because Iona is not a basketball school, and so that was cool that he didn't bring him up. But Rick Pitino, all the way back, like the <laughs> got Rick Pitino, man, he's not giving up. You know, he just has a great, he has some strong persistence. Let's just say that. Um, man, I just feel like these games, man. This is the Sweet Sixteen, and I like to talk about them because I didn't watch them. 
but this is where I get to talk about my bias, at least towards these schools. And you were talking about Creighton and you obviously want to root for Princeton Christian. How can the nerds, in your opinion? I know we're not basketball experts, everybody. So hang on. Don't 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 don't, don't put us under a microscope here. But from what you've seen from Princeton, these last two games, how do they keep that up? How do they keep that up? I think it, it's, it's cheesy to say, but like these guys like actually play like a team, like they all like all click at the same time. And it's crazy. Like looking at these guys, like they're cutting to the hoop, passing it out, pass, shoot. And it's like, dude, what? Like these guys, like, like- these guys are, are supposed to be walking into their Bank of America job uh, in a couple of weeks. And they're over here just hooping on us. Um, So <laughs> I, I, I they just continue just like that team savvy mindset they don't need someone to take on over They're, i think they got it i think they, they do but got I, it. I think this is going to be the last one if they do win this i don't know if they'll be having a manpower to do so in the next round i mean that'd be cool if they do but i think this would be the final win if they were winning so. imagine if they beat alabama after all the allegations that Alabama has been going, Alabama Depart- athletic department has been going through these last couple of months. Imagine if Princeton came I, in and beat Alabama. I how wild of a story would that be against the athletics of the that like there? would be the biggest like like who cares about the criminal activity? <laughs> because like man, I mean personally, I know I just have a feeling that Alabama is going to lose to whoever they do if they go to the fuck because Alabama has an easy path right now to the to the final four. I think Alabama loses to whoever they play in the final just because of all this like controversy. It's the storyline that's kind of girding up. It's it's I don't know if they'll win it all day. I don't because if they win it, there's no content there. It's like, oh like oh they like you know middle fingers that but then of course if they lose like it'll be pretty funny content to see like I couldn't shoot enough. Um, so <laughs> it'll be it be cool. But Princeton against Alabama, I think is a tough ask. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, imagine that. That would be an insane story. Um, but of course we have to talk about the Blue Bloods, and I think there's only two left, and yeah. that is they're going against each other tonight. You mentioned it earlier. You said it was the probably the best game. I would say it's probably the best game. So it is Gonzaga, UCLA. One blue blood has to remain standing for the rest of the tournament. Christian, who do you got? That these two teams are like if they're clicking all cylinders, especially Gonzaga. Gonzaga, I'll give I'll give respect. Like Drew Timmy and them, they're like they get hot. They are on a roll. They are you said really his name. Said Drew um, Timmy's so, name. And Drew Timmy's spot's probably gonna come back for his like eighth year, probably. Um, but UCLA, <laughs> UCLA that does worry me. Every, every single game so far, they've like lost a player or like one player goes down and like momentum gotta get hurt when they get hurt. I I think Gonzaga honestly pulls this off and upset. I, I I have UCLA. I have UCLA, I have this exact scenario in my bracket, but after seeing these two teams play. I think Gonzaga pulls it off. I think. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Gonzaga. See, Drew Timmy, you said the name. He's the guy that everyone's talking about because been there for so long, played so well in the tournament, so consistent, but yet he's still not in the NBA. And then everyone thinks he's probably not going to make it to the association, but 
I'm going with UCLA, man. I want to see someone different advance. I really do. I want to see a UCLA. I think it would be fun. Um, usually I hate Los Angeles teams, but I, I don't mind UCLA. So I don't even, I don't mind them or USC until it comes to football. Obviously, I don't want to see them in football. So um that's that's a whole other thing. But this is March Madness, and I think it would be cool, especially when you have Bill Walton still somehow kicking around. So he well, let's just do it one last like we're doing it for Jim Nance. Let's also do one for Bill Walton, too, right, folks? Come on. Yeah, yeah. who knows it? <laughs> The thing is, is that the graphic of, like, known team has won a national championship that's west of, like, halfway through the country. That does worry me. Like, I mean, that is yeah. a proven fact. Like, if no team from the other side of the country has won the national championship, like. Well, Christian, I can tell you this as well. Just as a guy who just finished working a full season of basketball and new sports, the West does not do it the same <laughs> as the East. The West definitely doesn't do it the same as the East. Like I can tell you right now, just from like, from the people, like the amount of people that participate to the amount that it's just different. It's completely different. The environment's different. Like I'm telling you, if you were to come out here and you were to just see one practice, you'd be like, what? And you'd, you'd just be like, like literally, like you'd be like, what? Like, really? Like I was comparing it to like Culpepper, you know, like Culpepper experience. And that, you know, isn't the, you know, the greatest, but it's, it's better than now here so it's a, it's just an interesting I mean, gap so when i saw that line i made sense to me yeah i was like dang it's scary so well, that's why you know, i'm also rooting, been, rooting for some western teams when you, you know? think Let's of, break that when gap you, when you think of your basketball players like you know you think of kobe you think of mellow you think of like these guys are like notable names like they come on the east side of the country <laughs> like, I, I can't think of one right now that actually was like comes from like the west side like la unless like i'm missing someone i can't really think of anyone on top of my head yeah it's usually uh la and maybe you know you get your usual washington oregon athlete like uh shoot herbo herbo a lot of the a lot of that western talent goes to baseball or football I feel like and then it's just, you yeah. know, a few of them go trickle down to the NBA or else we're just blind. And that's just not our field. You know, we talk about the real sport football. But anyways, <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. Christian, do you have anything you want to say toward or ask me about March Madness before we move on? Yeah, man. Like any oh. any um any team that you would really want to lose, see lose. Oh, <laughs> see lose. Oh, you know. Okay, that is a great question. Um, I love it when people ask me a question about hate. You guys in the chat are raving over Houston, and I don't know why. I don't. I know it's the Jim Nats factor. I know. I know, but it's just like, are they that legit? And everything I'm seeing their spread right now minus seven and a half. I question their legitimacy this time, but Miami is supposed to be almost is supposed to be a good matchup for them. So if I were to say a team that I want to say see lose, I probably would say Houston just because I think it's too romantic for Jim Nance. But at the same time, if they win this game, they're in the Elite Eight. It's time for me to hop on that bandwagon. So this is like this is why I say if there's a team I want to see lose, this is like a team that I want to see test. This is my test of trial, really. Mm -hmm. So see a team lose, probably them or Creighton, because uh, Jim used. I think we used to be in their division, right? 
And yeah, like, yeah, I was about to say, so yeah, as a JMU stand, yeah, screw Creighton, I don't give a hell. <laughs> so, those are the two guys that I would love to see lose. I would probably have to pick FAU, just like kind of alluded earlier. Like, they kind of they try to rub it in the game fryer. Like, it's like, dude, you can't do that in March Madness. You can't, you can't go for a 360 dunk and then miss it. Ugh. It's too much heartbreak in this tournament already as it is. And you're just trying to add more salt to the wounds. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. We got a few more minutes left in the first part here because uh, I kind of had the meeting set up for a while before I sent you that text. I think that so that was partially my fault too. That's why I said, hey, take your time. <laughs> Let's go ahead, transfer on over for the first part of our NFL news coverage. It looks like, um, woof, Colby keeps j- taking jabs at me, Christian. So I might as well let you have fun at it too. The Lions, they're picking up hella players, dude. I'm just gonna say it right now. They got a lot of guys. They sure they got Cam and Gardner Jones. Christian, I'm going to ask you first, what are your thoughts on the Lions? Do you think that the Lions should be the NFC North favorite? Yes or no? It, it, Lions fans, that it, it like, it's a weird free early probably for Lions fans right now. Of like, holy oh, crap. We're like, God, you're actually going to say it. You're actually going to say it. I, you're actually going to say it. The fact they got CJ Gardner <laughs> off a one year deal, I think it's what, nine million too? Like, Dude, like, you're loading up. <laughs> they are ready to go. Lions are, looks like, a plus 130 favorite with the Vikings at plus 310 to win the division. So, even the Bears are loading up as well. Like, it's... Packers are our last place to win the division. That's awesome. That's the best part about this. I'm glad you at least mentioned that. That's the best part about all of this. That's the best part about all of this. Let's talk like that's where I wish I could talk about more. It's the Packers, you know, and their struggles. But no, everyone loves to talk about the Lions and Bears because they're the more fun teams. And I'm over here sitting here. What about my Vikings? You know, we're we we literally just won the division. You know, we 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 we're trying to find a way. We're in the talks of getting DeAndre Hopkins. Come on, guys. Like, what about us? Like, what? Like, literally, imagine us with DeAndre Hopkins. Like, like, come on, you're telling me that wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be like a top three offense? With what money? With what money do you guys have left? Hey, we haven't paid Justin Jefferson yet. Oh crap! That is like really. That's what not going to be a next season problem. Yes, it is. And guess whose contracts will be up almost at that time? Kirk. Yep. It's going and uh, sadly, guess who's projected to probably be our quarterback at that time? <laughs> and he's also projected to be a New York Jet. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'd be so gross, but That'd I would hate for Aaron Rodgers to. Fall into his footsteps if you get the drift that I'm going with. Like the thing is, is that it's be such an Aaron Rodgers move to do just to troll and be like, "Yeah, I'm falling bread." Like, but yeah. the Jets, the Jets, they are loading up as well. They and if they can get this OBJ signing, oh, oh, oh baby, it's Air City in the Jets. Like it's disgusting. So, are you with the people that think that uh, this trade is going to happen after the draft or before? I think, I think, I think the draft is the deadline to do so. Like they, for, they it needs to be do so for the benefit of the Packers. 
the Packers need to get assets and have it ready to go. If the Jets let this go after the draft, like no matter what, they're gonna get Aaron Rodgers. They're gonna get him at some point because the the Packers people are arguing this like you know does this like benefit anyone? I think this benefits the Jets really solely because one, Aaron Rodgers is not gonna come back to the Packers no matter what. He's stated that he's he's rather he rather retire or go to New York. So the Packers aren't gonna get anything if they keep him. They're just going to take on a tap of $60 million and not get anything out of it. And Rodgers is just going to get that free $60 million. <laughs> So it's just wild. It's, it's a about? scenario. So I think I think the draft is the deadline. And so we're coming up. And it's, I would say, probably a month and a week now out from the draft, which yeah. is crazy to think about. So I know, man. Almost draft be... season upon us. I know and it's so wild. We're getting we're right now in the middle of pro day scandals. Speaking of a pro day scandal, pro day you scandal. probably you probably heard of the news. Uh <clears throat> Mr. Cam Newton is trying to question out these 32 He's... randoms. Um Cam Christian. It's time to hang it up, buddy. It's time <laughs> to hang it up. Like I thought dude. he was good with playing Madden games on his Twitch stream, man. I thought he was happy with that. <laughs> And like the fact was like the video I saw was like a very bad overthrow he had. I was like, dude, I saw that one too. <laughs> you gotta give it up, man. Like there, there's 32 other people that are better than you. Yes, yes, there is. Um, so it's pretty bad. Cam, I love you, but uh, you gotta give it up. Yeah, and uh, you know it was a good it was a good little little Auburn pro day stunt for him because they brought in all the scout at least brought in all the scouts over there. So good for him helping out, you know, Auburn, if you want to take that positive spin. Um, the reason why I was shaking my head mm, and going mm, mm, earlier while you were talking, Christian, was because uh, I had to see it for myself on the whole FanDuel thing here. These uh, NFC North odds. I had to see it for myself. And only 10, only 10, like only 10 higher than the Bears. Like, yeah. Wow. That, that, yeah. That's a... And I guarantee you that's going to go probably the Bears are probably going to flip-flop that after the draft. Watch. They're going to probably have that flip-flopped here in, in yep. a few weeks. And so. talking about um bad pro days, Jalen Carter. Yeah, it's not getting better. Not a good, not a good look, buddy. It's <laughs> I'll be surprised if he, you know. Ooh. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough scenario. It's, it it, it's we've seen guys get drafted still. Larry Tunsil's video came out me. on the day, like the day of draft day. Larry Tunsil's video yeah. came out, and he I'm just very, got his I'm extension. very not motivated by him now. Like I don't. I'm like, ah, dude. It's a it's a risk. Yeah. If it's now he's now he's looked at as a risk. Yeah. It's yeah. a risk, and it's not, it's, it could fall past top ten. You're gonna love this, Christian. Um, I hate to take it away from Jalen Carter, but this is a thing. This is more funny. You've probably seen this too. Jets futures. There's a whole tab just dedicated to Jets what futures. There? Yes. It, it's literally all about their season specials and everything. Oh my like, God. With Alan is. Lazard. Please, sadly. Uh, all right. So before we were cut off before the old Zoom, we were talking about how betting sites are having fun with the Jets futures. Um Heartbreak in March Madness already today. 
Christian, you want to take the floor for, for us? Yeah, uh, Michigan State has to have a three to tidy game. It looks like they took the inbound pass, kept passing it around, and guy fumbles the freaking ball. Like tries to go for an ugly jump shot. Team teammate jumps on over him. Kansas State takes the ball, drives it down the hoop, scores it, makes it a five point game. Game over. Man, cool. boom! Quite a, quite a big, 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 big heartbreak for them. So we move on to the next. And let's get it for the guy who doesn't care about anyone's feelings in the chat. Shout out to our friend Lou for his dancing on Tom Izzo's grave. Uh, legendary coach just got sent off in heartbreak fashion. Uh, well, it's always like that. And uh, that's all she wrote sometimes, you know. And uh, it's been the trend, like you mentioned. But back to better things in the NFL. Ah, okay. Jets um, future. I'm looking at it right now. New York Jets to make the playoffs and Green Bay Packers to miss the playoffs plus 200. That. <laughs> now, that one was the funniest one that I wanted to talk about was one makes it, the other one doesn't. Like, that's just, come on. <laughs> that's just, that's just egging on to it. That's just adding fuel to the fire. You know, like, Christian, what, what, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm laying back. But New York, no, New York Jets to miss the playoffs. The and Green Bay Packers to make the playoffs to plus three fifty. So that's so, vice versa. I would that, save that bet for when we do our schedule prediction episode. Not, <laughs> not, that one yeah. would be that one would be a good bet to place. These <laughs> these bets um expire on April twenty seventh. So you have quite a bit. Oh, of time we got time. Still. Yeah. Wait, is that? That might be the draft, isn't it? It's draft. That's draft. Oh, of course. That's so cheesy. Oh, my gosh. In case they – because what if the Jets just draft, like, a superstar receiver on top of all this or tight end? Yeah. They're like, whatever. So, good night. Um, Well, we can do the the usual dance, Christian. But I don't think it's necessary. Even though the, he's officially allowed to talk to teams, it's not really so, necessary. And the rumors of have, have you been uh, have you been following this along today? Besides the rumors that he has Kodak Black as his agent, is that, <laughs> is that, is that, is that true? So, like, so back, so back <laughs> there's there was a rumor going around uh, yesterday or two days ago. Someone on Get Up or one of the ESPN shows was saying that apparently the like, Lamar's like a like a friend of his mom has been going around like saying stuff about him, like rumors of stuff. And now today we have come out that his, uh, he has some on person that is not regulated by the NFL. He's not certified. He's not an agent that's certified. If you want to become an agent, you need a certification. Simple as that. It's like, if the job requires a degree, you need a degree. This guy apparently, what's his name? Ken Francis uh, has apparently been going around pitching uh, Lamar to teams just to gauge his market because clearly no one has reached out to Lamar because either they know his money is way too high or they don't want to do the work for Baltimore. Ken Francis, this is uh, via Tom Palacero. Ken Francis is a Florida man who, and the fact that he just is a Florida man. <laughs> who most recently was pitching a home fitness invention, I'm told. 
Now, he is now trying to negotiate a nine-figure contract with NFL teams who are being told they are not allowed to negotiate, but he is not a certified agent. Lamar quote tweets that, and Lamar goes, stop lying. That man never tried to negotiate for me. Lamar, I usually got your back, bro, but, like, the NFL would not lie that, like, someone is going around to teams talking about. Like, that. I feel like that's something that, like, you just cannot, like, lie about. Like, it's – a lot of teams are definitely getting that notice. Lamar then proceeds to tweet out, this is every day, but it's okay <laughs> to not be okay. Mental health awareness. Uh, but he did post a meme, and it's a Lamar Jackson jersey and a Raven jersey, so that's a, that's a good news there. And then Lamar then tweets out, quite possibly the best marketing campaign. Um, he twits, tweets out, my business partner, Ken, and I will be dropping the entire gym this summer. It's a it's, it's, it's a gym set, and they have a whole production. I'm surprised you haven't seen this shit. It's a whole production um, gym set. So he is acknowledging Ken. He's at least a buy against the bid. The fact that everyone's talking about this guy. And it turns out he's like, oh yeah, Ken, yeah, Ken, I'm gonna work on this like home gym set. Like, great, great marketing there. And the entire gym sets, um, the the Twitter account, it follows six people. Mm. RG3, Ryan Clark. This one is why mm. Lamar, ESPN. Baltimore, the Ravens. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, it, it, it falls it falls the Ravens. That's a great news, I would say. I take that as a positive light. But this this is the one that throws me off. Um, Amanda Searney. Uh, if you remember her, she was a uh, big Viner back in the day. Um, very, very, like, just random. Yeah. I was going to say, not ringing a bell for me personally, but... Uh, okay. She used to do. She she was the girl that did a lot of the vines of um King Batch. Oh, you mean oh man with this? Oh, okay, I know who you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So very very weird. Very I, I interesting. Uh, very interesting uh range of people there. Right? Yeah, I would say. Unless <laughs> unless she's like somehow like another like person that's like. What if she's an NFL agent or like yeah a founder of it? It's very weird. That, like. Or and NFL agent. Brian Clark and like. <laughs> Like, so, but yeah, so the Lamar situation is just quite, like, are we talking about Lamar possibly being one of the biggest bag fumblers in quite a bit? Um, Because. Oh, don't spin it on him, man. Come on. I'm like, I'm just saying, man, like, dude, like, you're kind of dragging this a little. And the fact that. That is true. Like, so the spin zone I have to look back on is. If you're his teammates, yes, you know he deserves his money. But his contract situation is holding up the team to make for progressions elsewhere. Like if if you're his teammate, you're like, dude, like it's is it not about the money? Like, I mean, I understand you deserve the money. You're you're still getting a lot of money, but like, are you really trying to be greedy and get like all this other like money? Like, I'm like, I hate to do that, but like. It's just the kind of like spins on like it. It's teammates could be looking at this uh, like, dude, come on, like you're holding us up, um, mm-hmm. especially because we're at an active talks to the DeAndre sweep sweepstakes. So who knows? It's 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 getting tired. It's really tired right now. It's like I wake up and I'm like first thing in the morning, I'm like 
what's today with Lamar situation? Like, what's going on? And I'm tired. I'm I'm it's gonna be the reason why I have to go to for a doctor visit this summer. Um, <laughs> I have to go visit it because the stress is becoming too much right now. Oh my goodness! Well, listen, man. There's also some better things on the horizon. You know who else is making better things on their horizon and has just rebounded from their stress? John Morant. I know this is a completely different sport, but. John Morant just made his return yesterday, and it looked like he was playing with the mask. He was, tra- he was pretty uh, self-contained, you know. Um, I'm hoping for a better bounce back. So, just like John Morant, Christian, I hope you can make a strong return as well. Okay, and he when was this... 17 points off the bench. Yeah, he was. He came back in strong condition. Yeah, he looked like he didn't miss a beat. So the thing um, is, John, the the one thing like. <laughs> Didn't he quote NBA Young Boy when he was like the day the game before that he came? I was like, dude, like, did you not learn anything? Like, come on. Yeah, the, the I have a gut feeling he didn't learn anything. I don't think I he have did. A gut either, but he before we uh, allow Colby to jump on, that's the main reason why I wanted you to talk about Lamar. Because let's not add, let's let add this Pittsburgh Steeler to have his yeah, fun. Well, I don't want but, this Kenny freaking sucker off here. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to ask Colby any uh, NFL questions that he wants because we're just going to call him right now and uh, see what we, where we're going from here. We got a, we got a segment ready. Um, second, Christian, can you hear me? Yep. Yo, Colby, you are on the air on the CJJC show. How you doing? We are doing good. It is me and Christian on air. We just finished up the weekly Lamar recap um in NFL news and Jamal and John Morant returning talking about who had more stress and, uh, and all that you know but uh how are you man how's the road I cannot hear him all right um having a little technical difficulties on our side here Christian cannot hear you but that is good to hear Cole uh Let's see. All right. Christian, can you hear me? Yep. But you can't hear Cole? Nope. Oh, geez. It looks like my have to... I like kind of heard him like just there and I heard like hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I gotta find where this microphone is for all the for all... you gotta find where the microphone's there. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Colby, do it like a little sound check, maybe. Boop boop. No, I'm just kidding. Uh hang on, we'll do this. How about this? Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Okay, now that we got everybody sound checked and everything, goodness gracious, we made it. <laughs> Here we are. Colby, how you doing, man? And everything. We were talking about football. We were talking about John Morant's return. What has been the top topic that you've been thinking about lately before we go into a segment in the NBA? Um, man, that's tough. So much. Um, football, it seems like, like I said, it's kind of chilled out. Like, everyone's just kind of waiting on the big Rodgers, Lamar, which the Lamar thing is. I mean, I didn't hear Christian's rant, but, like, that, like you said, that's going to go on for so long. Rodgers is just kind of, who knows. But, so, yeah, I mean, NBA, this, like, how – like the NBA playoffs, like I just, like the Western standings literally like shift every day. Like it's insane how like up and down it is. But like I'll say on John Morant, like I do think Memphis, like I, I had him up 
the last time they called into the tears and stuff. But they're in a month, they're in a good spot right now because they're playing really well without him. They haven't been like it's not much harder in things. So I think they're still playing a high level. But now the West looks like right back there. It's right now and question mark depending on we'll see what Katie looks like when he gets back. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. Christian, can you recap a little bit of that for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> he said no. Okay. Just well, we're going to have some blooper reels. Sure. <laughs> yeah, this is probably just going to be a little bit more of a blooper run. But uh, you were cutting a little bit in and out there, Cole. I hate to break it to you. So, uh, uh, yeah. No, I, was about to say, I think we're going to go ahead and... Let's put a let's put a pin in this. Why don't we do this on Teams? Like, like, have y'all used Microsoft Teams before? Like, there's no Teams. We're gonna Teams this now. Like, you want Teams? The thing is is that Kobe can actually dial in from Microsoft Teams. Like, that's okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't know. Yeah, he can actually like. It's just like a phone number, and like he can do it. And so, if that ever happens, like we like we can do Microsoft Teams. All right. Yeah, I've seen Teams before, but yeah, screw you, Zoom. We're moving on. Yeah, we got to move on at some point. Yeah. Um, hate the sponsor bash. But, Colby, I'm going to put a pin in this. You got some driving to do. I'll call you back, and we'll do your segment. Me and Christian, we're going to kick off taking care of business for the NFL offseason. Um, when we get back, if you want to go ahead and start pondering some ideas, go ahead, okay? All right, that's fine. Yeah, just I guess just call me whenever you're ready or uh, – yeah, talk or whatever. Just, All right. I can always just miss it. Okay. All right, Colby. We'll talk to you here in a little bit. Bye. It's all right, Colby. You're still cutting in and out, I think. <laughs> all right. Call me then when you're ready. I'll just go. Yeah. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right, Cole. Thanks for being with us. We'll call you back. Bye. We'll call you back. Right. <laughs> I couldn't hear what he was saying. I'm sorry. I really I thought, couldn't. I, thought you could've, I thought you heard him the entire time, honestly. No, that's why I was like, Christian, can you recap that for me? Because I literally yeah. couldn't hear him. Um all right. Well, that little uh blooper aside. <laughs> we're, we're we're moving on to Microsoft yeah. team after this. <laughs> I think that's what this whole segment was all about. Us moving on to different services at some point. Um taking care of business, like we were just talking about, Christian. Teams in NFL that are taking care of business in the offseason. We talked about two of them that have been doing it, the Jets and the Lions. But what about the other guys? What about, you know? The Seattle Seahawks of the NFL, the, well, let's talk about, you know, maybe the Tennessee Titans. Like, what about those guys? Yeah, yeah see, no, like what, the ones that you wrinkle your nose, what have they been doing? So let's just take a little gander, see if they, if we think just the moves that they're making are even just enough, you know? So let's start with a fun one. I think it has to be, we are the Dolphins. It has to be. I think the Dolphins would be a fun one. I think the Dolphins are a fun one, but no matter where they are at, I just look at a team that I know just won't go deep. I can't <laughs> get past Tua. 
I just cannot get past that. Like, two is not going to win you the championship. I'm sorry. His throws, Dolph Fancy can say, oh, he, he has a deep No, he does not have a deep throw. Tyree Kill has to come back to these balls. Sorry, but two is not going to get you anywhere. Hmm. So do you think it was wise for them to go for the defense then? And that's where I was yeah. that's where I was about to say. I, I was about to say. So do, do you think they've been taking care of business? Yeah, because I mean the addition to Ramsey, they have also um added uh God, what's his name? Linebacker. Uh that got a good oh, I forgot what his name is, but they got him a good deal. Um so but they, they're reloading, like they're good, good for them. But yeah. It's Tua. Tua's going to probably get concussed in week three. No, yeah. man, that's just terrible to see. <laughs> but it's also, I mean, they got Mike White. Oh, yeah, they did get Mike White. Yeah, Mike White can win you the championship. <laughs> hey, he can go. I mean, I've seen a take. People think that Mike White will probably play a game against the Jets. play a game this year, I would hammer that. It's a game against the Jets. That's what it is. Mike White ends up playing a game against the Jets. Mm, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. It's fairy tale written, man. Fairy tale written. Do you think this team's taking care of business? The New England Patriots. They went, they got James Robinson, Juju, Mike Jacecki. They take and let's see, they re-signed Jonathan Jones. They brought in Big Dick Jabril Peppers. I'm going to bleep that one out, folks. Don't worry. He does. Uh, he does. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But is it enough for the no, New England Patriots? you got Mac Jones at home. If it's maybe really? Zappy, maybe, but you have Mac Jones at home. I can't. Nope. And the fact that I think they're out of the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstake, if I'm not mistaken. I saw the report, but never know anymore, but. They have who are they gonna throw to? Am I missing anyone? Like who who are they gonna like throw Jaseki to? Like Jaseki and Juju now. Goddamn, Come Juju. on. That is hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious that Juju's on the Patriots. Like that man's gonna be making TikToks on the Patriots logo. It's just gonna look so bad. And it's gonna look great as a AFC hater, right? You know, you, you you see Belichick there, and you're like, yes, watch those TikTok dances, Belichick. Watch them. You, you you enjoy that in your last couple of seasons. You want that for him, don't you? It's – I don't know if I want that. Actually, no, I, <laughs> I want that because of our, our <laughs> no, friend James just suffer again. Um, but oh, I thought it would like, be hilarious. Not like overly like, oh, God, they need to suck. No. I would like to see their downfall, but not like I know it's coming. So that's the thing too. It's not like oh, I hope they have a downfall. No, I know they're gonna have a downfall. Yeah, it's coming. You know, could some might say it was last season, but yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's even worse than last season. They don't even get back to the playoffs. Here's a fun. I think this one's a good one. Pittsburgh Steelers, Christian Colby was raving about the Pittsburgh Steelers signing a offensive guard. Two of them and everything. They signed two guards, one from the Eagles and one that looks like he's going to be a backup. Um, oh, and they went and got Patrick Peterson and Cole Holcomb. I cannot wait for that man to get burnt. 
Exactly. I told Colby the same thing. He was good. He made moments, but that man was getting toasted. He was part of the worst defense <laughs> in the league. <laughs> was a, um, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, cool. They signed Patrick Jackson. Good, good. Thank you. Yes, Thank yes, you. yeah, yeah. He's like, yes, good job. Yeah, there you go. Um, Christian, are the Steelers really taking care of business? No, no. Because why? Because they have Kenny Pickett at helm. They're not going to get anywhere with Kenny. Freaking trash bags. Okay, hold up, hold up. We going after we're going after a lot of quarterbacks lately with these last three teams here. <laughs> yep. yep, clearly, clearly they're lacking in the quarterback room. But okay. maybe if they put Mason Rudolph in. So, oh God, <laughs> what about a team that we can't judge off of quarterback? Ben, what about the Houston Texans? Or the Houston Texans taking care of business. They're taking care of business. They are taking care of business. Yes, the Texans are. The Texans are in the prime. They're they're in a good spot, I would say. Because you have the choice of either Bryce Young. Even though I'm not high on Bryce Young, I think it just be the best position to draft um, him. I have a feeling Bryce Young is probably going to be a Texan. But everywhere else, they're kind of taking care of business. Love the moves they knew to Michael Ryan. Let's go, man. Excited for them. Yeah, I'm with you, man. These DeMarco Ryan, he's coming in and it's being, it's hype. I'm, it's coming in hype. All kinds of, they're bringing in players from the 49ers that used to play there too. Yep. This dude's trying to make a whole different culture that just got destroyed and dismantled the last couple of years. Yep. Um, There we go. Another team they can't judge off of quarterback yet. As we hit our 10-minute mark, fuck you, Zoom. Um, <laughs> Gardner Minshew and the Indianapolis Colts. Are they taking care of business, Christian? I don't know. I uh, I don't know. From speaking to Colts, um, Colts fans, they're not in the happiest moods of right now. Um, so <laughs> I mean, it's it wouldn't be either. <laughs> So well, I don't know. They're they're in a weird spot. They they really are because you have the fourth, you have the fourth best. Um, no, you have the fourth pick, right? So now you're think about: Do I trade up to the third pick with the Cardinals being there of them possibly moving out? It's a, uh, mm, I don't know if they're taking care of business. Hmm. Sadly, I have to agree. They're not taking care of business. And they're one of the fun teams that they're in the Lamar hunt, obviously. But at the same time, they're not doing anything. Like, they're not doing anything to sell to their fans that they should be hyped for next season. You know, I'm looking at this list. They even brought back Matt Gay. Or they brought in Matt Gay, I should say. He signed a four-year deal. That looked like to be the biggest deal that they signed, I think. Yeah, he's the second biggest deal. That's wild. Like that was their biggest ac- second biggest acquisition. So let's turn to a team that I know you like to p- poke fun of whenever you can. But they're not in your division. It's the Tennessee Titans. Dude, what have they done? They've exactly. cleared house. They've cleared house except for Derrick Henry and You ready for this? I'm gonna list some dudes. Daniel Brunskill. Who? Who? Arden Key. Who? Um, Aziz Alshair. Who? I don't even know if I said that right. Morgan Cox. 
Oh, Mike Morgan Cox, former long snapper for the Ravens for all those years. There you go. Yeah, he signed a one-year extension with uh with, with the Titans. Um, Westbrook Nikini. Who? That <laughs> that I didn't mean to butcher your name, but it just goes to show Tennessee. You have not been taking care of business, my friends. Um, especially with the fact that Derrick Henry is still on roster. I think that's the main kicker. If they would have gotten rid of him, I might have given him more of a nudge. Like, yeah, at least they ripped the band-aid. They haven't even done that. They, they, they really haven't. All right. Those were my six. We got a cut, we got six minutes left. Christian, you got a few teams that you want to question at me what I think are taking care of business. Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. All right. Well, looking at that list, Evan Ingram getting a non-exclusive franchise tag. Meh. Not really the biggest need, you know, so I, I understand why they did it. It doesn't look like they did much, though. Like, they only bringing – it looks like they got Dearness Johnson, C.J. Bathard as a backup. They're not really giving much for Trevor to work with on the offensive side. I mean, granted – you're already bringing in Calvin Ridley. So it got to help your defense out. And I'm looking at this like Trey, Trey Herndon and Andrew Wingard. I know Wingard, I've heard of him, but like the D line, like, nah, I, I'd hate to say it, but no, not really. Like, not enough for me to say yes. What are your th- I mean, Calvin Ridley was already on the books before the offseason started. Would- That's the only reason why. I would say I would say they're slightly taken care of it just because of Calvin Ridley I'm excited for him um so I would say slightly what about the Chargers oh they are in a tough they're in a spot right now they're in a dispute a war whatever you want to call it with a main man Austin Eckler until they figure out his situation I cannot say here and say they're taking care of business. Um, that man, they need to pay him. They Justin Herbert needs him. Like, let's be real. He was the security blanket for him for so long. He was his go-to scorer. He punched it in for him. Give him, I wouldn't give him four years. That's I wouldn't give him nothing crazy, but like if a two-year contract with a, if he wants crazy money for two years, why the hell not? Like this guy's an amazing, amazing running back. And the worst thing is, no other team's gonna probably pay him what he's asking for. So I'm gonna say no because also I'm looking at their pickups. Who else are they helping him out this season? A guy named Donald Perham. <laughs> that, that, that's the guy that they brought in. Um but on the defensive side, they keep they just love adding these defensive linebackers and vets. They got Morgan Fox and Eric Kendricks. Like those are two dudes that I've heard of before because they've been either on my team or played against them quite a lot. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to say no with L.A. Chargers, and that's as you can see, this is a disappointing no. I think that's all the teams I wanted to bring up for them. Well, nothing in the NFC. Nothing. Uh, no, I think the I NFC. There's that. nothing that's really like. All right. Let me see if I can scrounge up one or two NFC takes here. Oh, here's a fun one. 
The Atlanta Falcons. They've made moves. Yeah. Do you think the Atlanta Falcons have been taking care of business? I would say they're taking care of business, but then it kind of the quarterback alluding question. Uh, they have Desmond Ritter. Uh, not really scary. And, but and Taylor Heineke. Oh, he's their backup now. He is oh, now, oh, or at least he is the guy competing for that job. He's going to be competing out there. You do have Taylor Heineke, hmm. and we are Taylor Heineke stands here on the show. On the show. Yeah, pretty pretty big Heineke stands here. But they have been making moves. They are pretty much the only team that I oh <laughs> Andy Dalton's on the Panthers. Can't get rid of him. And those are the the two teams I wanted to highlight. Screw the Panthers. They're not taking care of business. As a matter of fact, they let us down. Um, I hope Frank Wright finds drafts the right guy so we never have to see him. And why am I just stumbling through all these words? Well, we hit the two minute warning. It's getting late over there out east. Christian, you want to share your final thoughts with us, man? As I just slither through those words okay. there. <laughs> Final thoughts. Um, Princeton spread tomorrow's a lock. Tennessee mm-hmm. spread for riding tonight. Um, right now I'm pretty like a pro- probably above 500 right now on my picks of uh, lately. Um, but so I will tell you Saturday was a pretty rough day for me. I I think I went like one for six that day. It was, mm-hmm. it was quite a quite a, quite a reality check. Um, but I'm excited for these games. Very excited. If I can stay awake, it's getting it's getting late, so past my bedtime. So we'll shall see. Um, but yeah, that's my final thought. Yeah, all right. Um, solid final thought. My first part final thought for this first, I guess, session. It's weird. Thanks a lot, fucking Zoom, for making things complicated. That should probably be my final thought. But my real final thought is, we are a week away from opening day baseball. Christian, you lucky bastard. Gosh, I can't believe you get here? to go to PNC. Yeah, it's coming, dude. We're already at the end of March. April Gosh. is right around the corner, man. You're going to be going to Pittsburgh real quick. And uh, I know you mentioned it very briefly in the show, but before it's too late and we got one minute left, happy belated birthday, my guy. You won't be on the air when that comes around. So... You survived yeah, the same, actually, yeah, the same next Thursday, so. I was about to say you'll be on the trip and everything. So be actually, no, 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 that's not that's not next week. My trip's not next week. Oh no! Oh, well, then no. it's the week after that. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I'm losing track of time right now. He said, I'm losing track of time. Well, damn. Yeah. Just like we are on this Zoom call, we got one minute left. Yes, we're going to teams after this. Yep, we're going to figure that out. We got four we're days. Team. We got we're taking our talents to teams. Screw you, Zoom. <laughs> taking our talents to teams all right christian that is some good stuff and as you can hear folks my voice is the single it's over (laughs) all right cole welcome back after a very 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 rough technical difficulty um we could chalk this episode almost up as a blooper pretty much at this rate you're gonna have to do some real trimming on this one, I think, Jalen. You're gonna have to put your editing skills to the test. Might just have to chop out some bits. <laughs> yeah, I might have to actually give myself a give myself a challenge here this time around. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, it has been it has been a ride on Zoom, but we're on now the bass voice recorder because we're doing things simple, and we got Colby still on the phone, still on the roads, Colby. Since we didn't really hear much of what you had to say last time, what are your thoughts on this whole NBA 
news environment going into today? Yeah, so like I said, um, I know y'all talked about Ja earlier. Like I, I don't know what all I said, what all y'all said, but I think I'll just start with that. Like the Grizzlies to me are now in a great spot. Like I now feel probably as good as I did about him at the beginning of the year, which after is crazy to say after everything and how down um, things have gotten at points. But like they're playing really well. They won seven and eight. John, like he's. Well, I know he's kind of limited minutes first game back, but I think he seems like he's going to be fine, like, basketball-wise. Like, with the West being as uncertain, as wide open as it is, like, as it is, like, they still have so much depth. They def- Like, the thing about Memphis, man, is, like, they just defend so well. I think they're, like, the best defensive team in the West. Jaron Jackson Jr., Triple J, he's going to win defensive player of the year probably, most likely. Um... Bain is an awesome defender. He shoots like Dylan Brooks. Like, so they, they really are going to be a tough out in the playoffs, man. I think they have as good a chance now to win the West as anybody, which is crazy because just like a week or two ago, I would have not said that. But it's funny how quickly things can change. So things are looking up for Memphis. Hey, that was a good little piece there, Colby. Uh, so what we did say about John Morant was that he came off the bench with a solid performance. And that uh, it looks like that he's taken his uh, little step away from basketball very well, and that we uh, that, that that should be the pretty much the the gist of that summary right there for you about John Morant. Um, yeah, when you said that about the Grizz, man, that is crazy when you think about it. Like we said it that the Grizz are one of those teams that play somehow better without Jaw, and now they're in that case where they proved that without him, and now here comes Jaw. They add in this piece where he's playing amazing off the bench. Um, it's, it's just playing all into their favor, you know, especially when there's so many theatrics going on in the West. Last night was insane, Colby. I mean, we're talking about not only did John Morant return, but Luka Doncic, I think, was also back. And Carl Anthony Towns was back. But here's the even bigger news, Colb. There has... He cut out after said Carl Anthony Towns was back. Yeah, I was about to say, hey, there's even bigger news. Don't worry, he didn't miss anything. Bigger news after Carl Anthony Towns. It's going to be that there is a whole debauchery of wild endings last night. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so, which one caught your attention the most from last night of the wild endings, especially considering how the West is standing? Yeah, so that Warriors-Mavs game, like, the, with the crazy call, or the thing with the, I don't even know how to describe it, really, where the, they press basically the Mavs were lined up on, like, the wrong side of the court, and the Grizzlies got a free bucket. Or the, not the Grizzlies, the Warriors. Um, that probably takes the cake. But, man, it was awesome to see. i got to give you some love. I'll say, I mean, it was awesome to see Towns come back. And I know he's had free throws in the past, so for him to hit the game-winning free throws, I know you were hyped. That was awesome to see. Um that was Cal looked great. He, he played awesome in that game. So that was probably a more entertaining ending. Uh, but yeah, the the Warriors Mavs one just has more craziness because um, just because of the call and because of like how tight the Western standings are. Hmm. So I'm surprised you didn't uh, didn't reference anything about the Lakers snapping their nine game losing streak against the Suns last night. I didn't even realize it was that long of a streak, but that is that was a big, huge win for the Lakers. Sad. 
Sadly, yes. Like like I said, it's a sadly. Yes, correct. Sadly. Um, and your nugs. Both our teams getting big wins in, out against an Eastern Conference team. Finally, um, they got they played the Wizards and we played the played the Hawks. But like you said, Cat's debut, he returned, hit those big shots, man. Colby, though, my question for you though, we're gonna lean into this here in a minute. But these two guys probably gonna be stars all over this next segment. But since they're just also returning, who has the most pressure just between these two guys? Luka Doncic or John Morant? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'll say John, just because John's team is much better. Like, I really don't think, I just don't think the Mavs, I mean, Obviously, Luca can carry. Like Luca has to carry his team. Like Ja, you see what they have. I saw what they did without him. So just from as far as like going forward, I'll say like into the playoffs, Ja I think definitely has more pressure because like they like said they can win the West. I would be stunned. Yeah, and that's crazy to say that because Dallas has. I mean, Doncic is arguably a top three player, certainly a top five player in the league. But I would be stunned if Dallas made like a deep playoff run because that roster is just not good outside of Luka and Kyrie. And they could Luka and Kyrie don't play defense. So I'll say job because he has much I feel like a real chance to go to the finals. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um man. It's I gotta I have to dis I wanna say John Morant just because like you said, what if they don't live up to that we made it to the Western Conference finals? All the things that he said it has to be for me. After all the circus acts that we've seen this season, for me personally, I think it has to be the Grizzlies. They've been coming at teams next. They've been trying to come at and make they painted the target. Now it's time to see if teams can actually hit that target in the playoffs. So I'm gonna have to go with John Morant personally, and uh, it's not even because of the whole you know recent situations. Uh, let's just put it into the whole season into perspective, you know. Like you said, they came out the gate saying that the Western Conference wasn't their biggest threat. They said it was the Celtics. So, yeah, it's uh, they talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, they talked a lot of talk. So this is the this would be a big series for them and wherever whoever they play to. I mean, like you said, they're trying to fight the Kings, our beam team, who are. Let's see if they're playing right now. They are not. They are going to be. I think they played last night. That means. They didn't. What happened to the beam team, folks? Everyone is wondering. I know they got cooked by Boston pretty recently. I don't know if that was last night or the night before. (laughs) Well, that's not what we want to hear when we talk beam team (laughs) coverage, Colby. Because they are now going to the Phoenix Suns. Well, the Suns are going to them, I should say. Um, They have five games on the Suns, though. Oh, yeah. Suns aren't catching. Oh, that's KD. Oh, man, it stinks that they lost those last two games, too, because I'm looking at it right now. They could have definitely been in the ring to get that one seed. I mean, not one seed, the two seed, sorry. I was giving you a hard time for that one seed for the longest time, but I think that time has passed, and it looks like the Nuggets are probably going to rock walk away with it. It's been a topsy-turvy yeah, road for y'all, but hey. Yeah, no, I think they're in better shape now. They've been better the last... They were awesome last night. Now, granted, it was the Wizards. And which, which, by the way, hey, shout out the Wizards. 2-8 and eight in their last 10. They have finally, uh... They're bottomed their way out a little bit. They're out of that play-in right now. 
could still wind up getting in, but they're moving up their lottery odds, which is what they should be trying to do at this point. So, shout out to them. But yeah, that doesn't mean too much, but the Nuggets have at least stopped the bleeding that streak. Um, I mean, I think they're going to have pretty much got the one seed on lock, like I said, now. So, it's all just about the playoffs. And, like, it's just going to be, I'm just going to be matchup watching, man, like, to see. Because they're still, like, they could end up playing, like, that's crazy that with, like, ten games left, there's still, like, five, six teams. Probably probably close to six teams that the Nuggets could, that could wind up in the eighth spot. So, that's just madness. Mm. Pure madness. Just that's why we love the West. We talked about how wild and wild they were. You wanna know how crazy wild they are? Thunder are now the eighth seed right now. They are I think they have put their name into the official hat and ring of the play in games. I think we both mentioned how we wanted them there, but I think they stamped their ticket there already. Do you think that, Colby? Sorry, it kinda cut out. So, do you think the Thunder stamped the ticket already oh. to the playoff, to the play-in? Um, Jesus Christ! I mean, they're fine. <laughs> no, they haven't. But they have looked really good lately. I think I do think they will be in it, but I don't think they punched their ticket yet. Um, but yeah, they, I do think they're going to get in now because they, I mean, they're looking really good. SJ is awesome. Um, I know they're playing the Clippers tonight. I'm not sure how that game's going, but. Um, and they play a huge game with the Lakers tomorrow night. So if they win that one, they're in good shape. The Thunder, to me, just kind of have more momentum. And, like, they just have so many athletes, which I think is their biggest advantage, even though they are so young. And, like, they don't have any experience, obviously, other than SGA. But, like, they got athletes everywhere on that team. And I do think that kind of makes them, especially, like, regular season, obviously. Like, a lot of nights, I mean, that's just going to make them a tough out for a lot of teams. Um, so I do think the Thunder will get in, but I don't think they've punched their ticket to the play. Yeah, I, I was saying punch the ticket to the play-in, not the playoffs. I, I think that's where part of it got cut off. Um, dude, yeah, they're right. You, you you pretty much hit it right on the right on the cue ball there. Uh, they, got, they got the momentum going right in their direction. And at one point in this season, they were just bouncing around. They still are a 500 team, but... They, it's the West, and being a 500 team is, says a lot, you know, when you're an eight seed there. So, and these young guys are just playing really, really well. So, I'd say right now, personally, both the Wolves and the Thunder are 500. It's a tough, it's a tough toss-up, but I'd have to swallow that pill that I would think Thunder would probably sneak us in a game, I think. Colby, what do you think? Oh, I mean, that's tough. It just depends. Do y'all play them again, or are y'all done playing them? Um, Actually, I'll probably play them at least one more time, right? I don't know. That's a great question, Cole. Let's take a quick spin. No, um, we do not. Okay. Well, then, yeah. In a playing game, oh, that's tough. I, I actually still think I would take Minnesota, though. Now that Cat is back. Without Cat, I would definitely take the Thunder. But Cat looked good last night. He looked really good for his first game for having not played in so long. Um, so I actually think... And I think Ant, Ant will be back by the play. Like, he's gonna, he's like day-to-day, isn't he? Like, yeah. He's going to be back soon, too. He so, is listed day-to-day. If they have Ant and Cat out there, I do think, um, I mean, not a ton of experience, but a little bit more experience, a little bit more seasoned. Um, I do, as much as I like SGA, I think he's going to get to that game. I do think I'll slightly still take Minnesota, but it is close. You're right, the Thunder 
that may be foolish because the Thunder have been really good lately. Yeah, they've been on a roll, man. And you know now you're on a you're on a spot where you're thinking, can now the Wolves adapt to a Carl Anthony Towns team? And then also incorporate Rudy and then Ant, and then it's just gonna be it's gonna be so many pieces that they got to get together at the last minute. And it's good to see Cat. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It was good to see Cat, but it just brought up so much more questions than I had answers at the same time. You know, like it was good to get the win, but at the same time, it's like we're thinking about play in and just playoff scenarios. Like, ooh, I don't know, man. It's I gets a little jippy there so i don't know that, 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 that's where i'm at, where i'm stuck at what it that's my concluding thoughts on the wolves and thunder <laughs> what about you colby any concluding thoughts before i send you into this really gross question that i have for you here oh gosh you um, ready not really i mean i think i said most of what i wanted to like I, i'm kind of like i just said i'm definitely optimistic more optimistic about the wolves after after seeing what cat looked like because i didn't even know if he was going to come back like it was kind of weird. I will say, I guess my kind of final thought is not exactly what you asked, but I don't feel like that usually happens. Like, the cat stuff, they were like, I guess there was a few things that said he was a few weeks away, but it kind of just seemed like, it kind of just came out of nowhere. They're like, oh, yeah, he's going to be back, like, on Wednesday night. It's like, what? I didn't even know if he was, like, I didn't even know if he was going to for sure come back this season. So that was kind of, they really kind of kept his whole injury under wraps this whole time, which I know we talked about that before. So that was kind of strange, but it was awesome to see him, him come back and play like that. Mm. Yeah, uh, you, you, I like how you're trying to buy. Let me buy into that false hope that the Timberwolves are trying to sell to me right now, Colby. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I thank you very much. Play, like, I think they have a real chance to be winners of the play-in, and then I'm here sitting in the eighth seat again, and I'm going to be sitting here trying to come up with some BS way of them to come into the finals. You want me to sit here like a fool, Colby? Like a fool! You want me to sit here like a fool? I'm just saying that they'll get in. I don't think they have any chance to win in the first round, not really. Oh, oh, you see, now you're just trying to slander us. Now you're just trying to talk smack. Maybe if they, I mean, it's tough. <laughs> I, it, maybe, but I, I doubt it. I doubt it too, man. And that's why I'm saying it's a bunch of false hope that you're trying to make buy into, and it's so many pieces. I'm that's still like, I'm not... I think like I like them over some of the other playing teams. Like I like them over Utah for what that's worth. <laughs> Dude, I, okay, you watch first things first, Colby, right? Oh yeah. Chris Broussard just had his uh, Wild Wild West standings. Yeah, I think that was hilarious. I it was that. it was hilarious. Even though it was offensive to the Nuggets to put them at five. They, they disrespect the Nuggets a lot on that show, yeah. except for one. That's fine. That's like one of Nick Wright's main things that he hates Jokic. Yeah, that's what I said. That's that, that's them. Um, they gave the Wolves though ten, and it was the team that just has to be there. Because they think that they're gonna win the play-in, and I think that's what you're doing right now, Colby. You're just putting them there just because you know they need a you need a play-in team to fill that spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they'll be in the dance. Which, like, I mean, I hate to like keep bringing it back, like, if they were just not made to go bear trade, like, they would be in much so much better shape. Like, I that move from the very moment has uh, obviously it's not like some sort of hot take. Pretty much everybody said this, like. That move just made no sense to me at all. Like, no. yeah. well, not even aside, like, put aside everything they gave up. Just 
Maybe all that steam never made any sense to me, but especially when you could have just had Walter Kessler. <laughs> like, that would have worked probably better, but... Uh, Hindsight's yeah. 2020, Cole. Hindsight's 2020, man. We... But, but you still got the main pieces. You still got Cat and Ant. So, like, and my college been good. College been really good for y'all. I'll say that's another positive. You're playing really well. Right. Well, it looks like uh, it looks like your road trip has come to an end. Yeah, I just uh, just pulled it. So, well, actually, uh, hopefully you'll be able to hear me better now. Hey. Last, bit, last few minutes. Don't worry. We haven't even gotten to the segment part yet, my friend, because we haven't even also addressed this really gross question that I have to ask you. You ready? You have to choose between these two teams. The bandwagon for in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Okay. Are you ready for your scenario? I guess. You have to be choosing between the New York Knicks or the Miami Heat. The Heat just beat the Knicks last night, Cole. Okay. But usually that doesn't mean Jack in the playoffs. So... Who would you pick as your bandwagon? If you were to be, if you were gun to the head, they were like you have to pick one of these two gross playoff teams to root for in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Which one would you be more confident in putting your future to win a round in? Okay, so who am I? To win a round in the playoffs, who I Colby. Think is more likely to win a round. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean. Sorry. It is gross. It pains me to say it, but I would I would have to say the Heat just because, and I don't think they I don't think either of them are gonna win around personally, but just because honestly mostly just because Spolstra and Jimmy Butler, just because I've seen them do it in the playoffs so many times before, um, like experience, you know how much it matters in the playoffs, and like mostly just because and Jimmy's obviously a big part of it. It's mostly just because of Spolstra is the main reason why I say the Heat. Like, he's such a great coach. And especially if they get Boston. Boston's a much better team than Miami, but that is a coaching mismatch, him versus Joe Missoula. Mm-hmm. So, I think Miami is definitely more likely to, to pull a first-round upset. Oh, you're thinking, oh, that, that's, a, that's a good take to save for our playoff, Chase Gold, when we get when we do our playoff prediction. That would be a good one. Uh, that, and we'll see how it all boils down in the next couple of weeks. That's a that's a flaming take, man. Spo trying to upset the seas, especially after what the seas have done to him this season. Um, I'm going to take the Knicks though, Colby. Even though they got the slightly better standings, I'm taking well, slightly better. They got two games on them. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Knicks just because I like Jalen Brunson, man. I, I really like what they what he's he is balling, dude. He's balling. Julius Randle just dropped 50 points on the Wolves. Still lost, but I. He dropped 50, so it's a hell of a performance, especially from a center, and he's trying to try to... I hate that he's trying to adapt that three-point game, but, hey, that's the the new wave game. So, Colby, are you ready to break out the segment now that you have broken into your home? I am, yes, and I I, I keep. But that was a nice play on words. Yeah, I'm ready. So, I don't know if you're going to do... Or three here, um, but I figured, we, well, let's just do three because that'll be six total. Um, but so we can each we'll just kind of go take turns back and forth, and it's just dr- picking for these last like a little less than ten games most teams have at this point. But these last couple weeks, last stretch of the season, who kind of has the most stakes? So not just 
one play. This is not like playoff, not counting playoffs, just the last couple weeks of the regular season, like which players have the most at stake. Okay, regular season. All right, regular season. Just this last few weeks. So you want me to make first pick or you want to go first? Yeah, give us the first pick so we can see what you were talking about, my friend. Okay, so my first pick, and I have two. I don't know if I'll end up getting both of them, but uh, uh, I'll say Jason Tatum for my first pick because they are right there. They are going back and forth with Philly for that two seed. Uh, it is tight. That's going to be pivotal for when they play in the second round, I believe. Boston has been struggling lately, other than they cooked the Kings the other night. That was a great win. But prior to that, they've really been struggling. Um, and I think they got to get that two seed. They already, they're not catching Milwaukee, I don't think, for the one. They already gave that out. So to me, he's got to kind of right the ship and prove um, that he can kind of get everything right for the playoffs. Because I don't have a ton of faith in Boston right now, as far as good as they looked all year. It's been a rough stretch for them. I don't know if I'd pick them over Philly in a playoff series even anymore. Over Milwaukee at this point. So Tatum has a lot to prove these last couple weeks. Mm. Okay. I see where you're going now. I see where you're going. So before I say my pick, I just have to do one quick research on <laughs> the health of this team. Because guess okay. what? The health of this team is always fluctuating. That should tell you who this player might be. And this player for me is going to be Kawhi. Um, it's going to be Kawhi and the Clippers because Paul George is down. I'm looking at their he – he's set to play tonight, Kawhi is. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Kawhi because this man needs to play and make sure the Clippers can maintain a strong standing in the West and not only – and also prove to a lot of these other teams. Like tonight, you're playing the Thunder. You need to prove to some of these to some of these people that you guys actually have a chance in these playoffs, despite even being down one person. You picked up Russell Westbrook. You always have Kawhi doing this load management stuff. It's time we start seeing some benefits, man, and start seeing you guys prove it. Because if you don't prove it before the playoffs, I'm not buying into him, man. Uh, and, that, and that breaks my heart because I have been rooting for him ever since they got Westbrook, and even before then because they were getting it together with uh. I don't want to say his name right. I don't want to get it wrong. But they had a young guy that they were developing over there for the Clippers before they even had Westbrook. So, yeah, my guy's going to be Kawhi. That's a good one. I had him as one of my potential ones, too. Because, yeah, he's going to – they could fall into the play-in if they very easily with Paul Georgia. Kawhi doesn't go off. So, I agree. That's a good one. Um, There's a couple. All right. For my next pick – I said, I said it was reflective, and this is kind of a generic one, but I'm still going to go with it anyway. I'm, I'm going to say Embiid. I was going to actually wait and maybe make it my last one, but for partly for the same reason as Tatum, because they are neck and neck for that two spot, which is so important to get home court whenever they play in the second round, but also because he's trying to lock down the MVP. It looks like he's going to get it now if he just finishes strong. Philly obviously has so many questions, but this is the best team they've had, I think, since he's been there. Or at least they look the best they've looked. I know that Jimmy Butler, the half year of Jimmy Butler was awesome. But, hmm. uh, so yeah, there's a lot of pressure on Embiid, I think, to really finish out strong. He's been having a historic pace. I think he actually probably does deserve MVP over Jokic, as much as I love Jokic, the way he's been playing these last couple, his last month or so. Um, but he's got to finish strong. they got to hold on and get that two seed. And then he's really got to deliver in the playoffs, but it's very important for him, for both the seeding and the MVP, to, to carry the team and finish out strong. Ah, oh, man. 
That is... Embiid, see, I know it's a... Colby, you said it's a basic answer, but it's also a strong answer. They fought their way back into that three... Into that three-headed monster that is the Eastern Conference, you know, top three. I guess you can say that didn't really play out as the way I wanted it to. But, uh... Alright. So... Man, I'm looking at my picks. I'm leaning towards... I'm going to take it. I know this one also seems a little boring, but at the same time, you got to ask yourselves, when is this team going to take that initial jump? It's got to be the Lakers, man. I'm sorry, Colby. I'm so sorry. And it's going to be AD in the Lakers. Because you know that's where everyone's asking. That's what everyone wants to know. But... I want to retract that one because I don't think you were going to do it, right, Colby? I wasn't going to pick AD. Okay, good. But that's a good one. I thought about that. That's I a good wanna, one. I want to retract that one for Draymond Green. Ooh, that's also good. Because uh, this I want to say Draymond Brick Green because they had the road the off road struggle. You know, they've been having the road struggles, haven't had the best record, and one of the ones that Colby wants to point out that they can't do. But guess what? They did. They did win. A, a controversial one, I guess you can say, Colby. Even though the the foul occurred in the incident occurred in the third quarter, um, Warriors though they need Draymond to get his act together and almost be that cheerleader type guy that he usually is, you know, and hopefully push these guys away from the play in madness. You know, they have to stay away from all of it. I'm not saying they're, they're only one game above the Wolves. Like literally, they're only one. So it's not like they're, you know, invincible from it. No. I think Draymond, we know what Clay and Curry can do. We need to see what Draymond can do to help get these other guys on the roster going. So that's why I'm saying him. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good one, too. They they got to finish strong. They're going to be fascinated to see what happens with them in the playoffs. If they can get back to their championship form. I don't think they will, but we'll see. That's a good one. Um... All right, my last one, I'm going to go with the guy who's just playing against Draymond. Not the main guy. Actually, I guess he didn't play in the game. But that's my mistake. Uh, I'm going to go with Kyrie. One, because of they're currently, I believe, in ninth at this very moment, which, again, with these standings, it literally changes by tiebreakers every night in the West. But <laughs> this is just... He's a free agent this summer. Is also part of it. If, he, if the Mavs miss the playoffs, like either if they lose in the play-in or if they really fall apart these last couple games and miss the play-in altogether. Like, Dallas is going to be like, well, this Kyrie thing did not work. The defense doesn't work. They're already reporting the Lakers aren't going to pursue Kyrie this summer. They like the team they've assembled, which I think is smart. Um, I don't know who Ky- if Kyrie, if it doesn't, if he doesn't really pick it up. And this last little stretch goes badly. They don't wind up in the actual playoffs with Luka Doncic on their team. Like, I don't know, if, I don't know who Kyrie plays for next year. I don't know if anyone, to be honest with you. Like, because of everything else he brings, as talented as he is, I'm sure he'll probably still be on the team, but, like, there's a lot at stake for Kyrie Irving, especially if he wants to have any chance at Dallas bringing him back these last couple weeks. Ooh, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. Um, I'm going with a guy who, honestly... Should have been should be on the radar as just as much as Kyrie has been. Um, since you switched the conferences finally, I'm ready to switch conferences as well. I'm going to Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. I like that. Sitting at number eight, 
one game under 500 because they did lose last night. And if they would have won, they would be one game above 500. So, sucks to suck, but hey, now we're the team that is sitting at 500. Anywho, Trey Young, he got rid of his coach again this season. Remember? What happened, dude? We brought in DeJounte Murray. We did this. We we were in the play. What happened to being in the conference finals, Gold? What happened to these guys? We keep asking ourselves this question very briefly, and then it just fades away. But guess what? Playing is coming up. These guys are sitting at the eighth seed, three games behind the Nets to avoid, and just for a chance to even scratch their name off, four games behind the Heat. Trey Young needs to step it up, just get his get his act together before the play and be ready for what's coming. I mean, what are your thoughts, Cole? That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, Trey Young does have a lot of pressure on him. You're right. They fired the coach. They went out and got him another all-star, which wasn't a perfect fit. Um, not that that team is, like, complete, but it's not like they're an awful roster. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree. Trey Young, I'm not a big Trey Young guy. Just because as much as that Easter Conference Finals run was electric and it's fun to watch the candy, like, he's another one that's real bad at defense. And I don't know, like, he's obviously talented and fun to watch, but some of what he does and how he plays sometimes just rubs me the wrong way. Um, but yeah. yeah, I agree with you. He was, because after that Easter Conference Finals, he was being talked about as, like, potentially that next, like, big superstar guard. And I, I just think it's. I'll even add that to this. That just kind of made me think of it. That's another good one because he was like the next hot shot young guard. Think of now how many young guards I feel like have probably passed Trey Young now. Like, obviously, definitely Ja. SGA, I think, has passed him at this point. I think pretty much everyone would rather have SGA than than Trey Young at this point. I know I would. I think Halliburton has passed him. Or if he hasn't, it's at least very close. Um... There's probably more for Gabe Fox. Aaron Fox was, has been way better than him this year. Um, so, like, a lot of these young guards that Trey Young had been, like, previously considered better than right ahead of have now passed him. He's not even, like, a top five point guard in the league. And he, like, he's not a top five point. I don't know if you have – I mean, he probably is in that conversation, but I don't think even, like, the top five young guys. I mean, that's not even – and there's still so many other good young players who are still improving and developing. So, like – just think of all the guys that I would kind of that I would take over. Now. I mean, I would take all those guys I just listed over over Trey Young. Now, there's probably more that I have thought of. Yeah, Colby, you really uh, you took you, you you went off on him for me. It sounds like because there's I think I wouldn't t- I think I would take those guys over him too. I think you're completely right. So, damn man, it's been a. Uh... Wow, yeah, the, the, those these guys have a lot of pressure on them. Like, let's think about the situation. You said Tatum. They were number one in the East at one point. What happened? Kyrie, we know. Trey Young, we know now. We just said it. Draymond punched somebody at the beginning of the season. Kawhi loves to freaking load manage and not be there half the time. And then Embiid, he's actually been balling out, but he's just getting more pressure on him just because that's how he is in Philly. He always balls out, and the pressure just gets higher and higher for the poor dude. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That was a great list. I really like all those names. I think we, I know, I'm pretty happy with that segment. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, Colby, we have, like always, a solid time to talk about things that have come across our minds as the hour gets pretty late over there out east. It's time <laughs> for our final thoughts. Cool. 
always love the final thoughts. Um, I'm actually going to go because I caught a little tail end of a Kansas State Michigan State game at the Federal uh, in Lexington. Um, I'm going to say go back to the NCAA tournament, kind of a double parter. One, uh, just that I as you know, as great as the NCAA tournament of March Madness is, it also reminds me why I just can't stand watching college basketball because it's just. <laughs> Oh, so many clock stoppages. The way it's just the way the game is like run, officiated. They review like everything. They draw it out so many. The NBA is like bad about that sometimes, but like the college basketball is a whole nother level. There's always fouls. They just it's so many stoppage after stoppage after stoppage. It's just it's a tough. It's, it's and in March Madness like it's fun. It's great. Even if they're all, but and it's chaos, which I like. But they just the way college basketball is played is just compared to the NBA is so frustrating to me. But the positive final thought, obviously that first time we recorded after that first uh, two days of March Madness, where I had Arizona in the championship, but they lost to Princeton. But <laughs> UConn and K-State both won today. So three of my, the other three of my final four are all still dancing. If Houston goes on to win it, I took Christian's advice. This could be the best bracket I like I've had in years, and it's probably the least I've known about the sport. <laughs> yeah, this is my worst bracket of the year. I can uh, throw that officially. Kentucky was my winner, and they got dismantled. Uh, I at least got it correct last year with Kansas, even though they were my only Final Four team, I think, remaining at this point. But they won it all. So, um, yeah, just been taking a trend to the downward spiral. Thank you, Colby, for reminding me about that. Um, glad to hear that your bracket's doing great, though. That is hype. I mean, I used to love those. I used to be well, one of those guys. And, uh, you know, we did talk about on here, Tom Izzo, that was his last game as a Spartan, you know, that was it. End of the era over there. And, oh, we didn't realize that, man. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, another veteran coach going down. That means we're starting to see a new new trend and new era starting to start up, man. It's crazy. Um, whew, final thoughts. All right. I already had to give one for football, and it was mostly towards Zoom for messing up our meeting and not picking up your sound. So, my last final thought for today, as my voice is slowly giving up, is can we please, for God's sakes, give the World Baseball Classic some credit? That was hype. I don't know if you ever... like have you. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know if you watched the ending. That was all you needed to watch. That was, like, cinematic. I mean, what was happening right there. It was cinematic. So, I thought it was amazing, personally. And we're a week away again. This was part of my final thought again, Colby. Baseball is one week away. So, we are coming closer and closer to another sport being on this page. Even though, Colby, you hate to take talk about baseball. Maybe this time around, the Pirates will be interesting enough for us to talk about and uh, get a little sprinkle in some more coverage. Maybe. Like we always say. A solid maybe. But we do know that today has been some good stuff. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.